the new one. Uh, one, two, three. This is the show from H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> no reply to two emails. Jeez. We need a phone number posted by the board. Oh, manager. No, no, no. We gotta get a new GM. Huh. Looks like it's gonna be a no recording on the computer and no headphones show. Ooh. And no microphone. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Folks. Hey. Um, oh, Henry, you can't be chewing. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you want me to wait for you to finish? Or? There's not that much left. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, I can just do the intro. Oh, well, I was going to do it. Oh, go for it. Oh, yeah, uh, go welcome ahead. to Ben Calvin and Henry's Toy Statuettes in Collect Reviews Collectible Hour um, on KWCW 90.5 FM Walla Walla. Uh, we have a great show for you tonight. Um, Better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep it, you're yeah, doing well, intro. Yeah, we've the main host. a lot of fan mail lately, and we've been really thinking about um, incorporating listener feedback, and so uh, we read every fan mail, and they're all saying, uh, Ben, Calvin, and Henry, uh, is that, er, abolish the weekly themes, please. They're not good. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, to our listeners, we hear you loud and clear. Um, that's why this week um, we're gonna try and patch things up. We're gonna try it uh, and and uh, stick to uh, the classic format of the show with a glue-themed episode. <laughs> that's right. An adhesive-themed episode. Specifically <laughs> adhesive. <laughs> this, huh? this week's theme is listening to the fans. And adhesives. <laughs> and this week it's better than ever. This week? It's personal. This week it is. We're, we're taking it to the. Uh, we're taking it to the person. We're taking it space. to the streets, we're taking it to the sheets. Uh huh. This week it's adhesives. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> In one sense or another. Um, I guess I'll just kick things off. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> glue. What's up with that? Uh, people use it to stick things together, um, but also to hold things apart. I think that's what pretty poetic. That statement. Yeah, how does that work? Well, if you put <laughs> if you put enough glue on something, uh-huh. it, it'll be kept so apart. Yeah, like a thick, oh, I see what you're a thick glue layer. If you put enough glue on something, nobody will want to touch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In Keeps a sense. Keeps people apart from keeping the glue on it. Yeah. Whenever I don't want to see anybody, I kind of drench myself in glue and <laughs> walk around. Did you hear about the new Whitman cryptid? No. And it was just me. It was me walking around with glue on me, but people thought it was like a new monster. What did people think it was? They thought it was it was the Glueman. <laughs> did they really think that? Yeah, they did. That's the end of my story. Oh well, <laughs> it was a good one. Thanks. <laughs> okay, well that's everything that you can say about glue. Uh-huh. That's all I have on glue. Um. Next up, tape. 
<laughs> what else can you say about tape? There's a lot of types. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to say about tape. Because there's a lot of types. It sticks things together. And it keeps things apart, and it too. it keeps things apart. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a great story about how tape can keep things apart. Um, just today, I was in my, uh, in my science lab, and we wanted to keep flies apart, so um, we put them in a cage, and then we put tape on the cage, and they're not sticking together. Aren't you just keeping the cage and the flies together, then? Isn't that uh, just another form of keeping things together? Yes. <laughs> which, oh. is, which is what makes tape so good. It keeps things together. Um, <laughs> there's duct tape. There's mm-hmm. electrical tape. Mm-hmm. There's masking tape. Yeah, I was going to say masking tape. Um, <laughs> there's scotch tape. tape. There's double-sided tape. And that doesn't make sense tape. to me. I don't really... <laughs> I don't know what that is or how it works. Well, what they <laughs> did is they, they took two happen. pieces of tape and they put them back to back, stuck them together. But how did they stick? Because oh, tape is only sticky well, on the inside. Well, they put a piece of double-sided tape on the inside between the two. Uh, but how did they make the double-sided tape? Uh-huh. They put two pieces of tape back to back and stuck them together. I mean, yeah, yeah, but how did they stick? explain that a second ago, actually. I just, imp- I don't... You take the piece of double-sided tape and then you stick tape to both sides so that there's two sticky sides yeah. and that's how you get it. That's how you have double sided tape. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Other adhesives, gum, mm-hmm. uh, uh, cement. That's a tasty adhesive. Yeah. Another tasty <laughs> adhesive. <laughs> All of it's these are pretty tasty adhesives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, related to those two uh, is paste. Paste. Which is also a variant of, of glue, but. There's sort of, you know, more subtlety to it. It's kind of the missing link between uh, glue and gum, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's a little thicker. There's a little bit more substance to it. Mm-hmm. You can feel it. Yeah. It's good to eat. True. Like yeah. a pinch. Or not. Or if you're just... You know those hungry. little packets of, like, goo that, like, Marathon runners will carry on this just packed with, sh- with sugar so they can get that burst of energy and keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they should try that, but with paste. Like they have some paste to keep them going. Just <laughs> <laughs> carrying paste. That's a good idea. Thanks. Like they're getting really tired and then they have a bite of paste and they get too distracted by their mouth being stuck together so they. They keep going. Yeah. It's like how you get a bruise, but then you get hurt somewhere even more. You can't even feel the bruise anymore. Right. The classic schoolyard trick. (laughs) (laughs) What's our next adhesive? Well, there's not really that many more adhesives. (laughs) We've kind of exhausted most. We got uh, seven more minutes. Well, I'm, hopefully we can make binder and sealant <laughs> last. I don't even know what those two things are. <laughs> well, a binder is what holds paper together. Wait, does that count as an adhesive? If it's not sticky, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, so we have to slash that one from the list. Okay, so that leaves us with just sealant. <laughs> Man. Sealant. Sealant. What can oh. we say about sealant? 
Sealant is a substance used to block the passage of fluids through the surface or joints or openings in materials. A type of mechanical seal. Mm. Is what, how I would describe sealant <laughs> if someone <laughs> held a gun up to my head. A mechanical seal. Uh-huh. Did you guys know that sealants may be weak or strong, flexible or rigid, permanent or temporary? Sounds like they can make whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Click on the list. Click on the list. <laughs> no. Where? This? Uh, yeah. Wait, it says sealants are not adhesives. Don't read that. What says that? Nothing says that. It's the adhesive episode. Oh, These resin. Guys. No, wait, resin. Does resin count? Just give me a list. Yeah, where's the hot. list? <laughs> hot. Ooh, hot glue gun. Hot glue, yeah. Hot glue. Both room temp glue and hot glue. Blue tack. <clears throat> oh, oh, that's, that's something yeah, we some, should talk some about. Some poster tack. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. It's not just for posters. You see, they trick you with that, and they make you think that it's only for posters, but no. It's for anything. If you have it's enough, a lot like sealant. If you, <laughs> but it is a, it is an adhesive. Uh -huh. um, if you have enough blue tack, you can stick anything to the wall. Anything? Anything to the wall. It's a big claim. You can stick the world to the wall if you have enough sealant. If you have enough blue tack. Okay. See, Ben. So, <laughs> let's unpack that. <laughs> I. <laughs> Hmm. Well, knowing that blue tack is a pressure-sensitive adhesive, right? Um, it's commonly used to attach lightweight objects, but <laughs> I've heard it's uncommonly used to attach heavyweight objects. Yeah. Um, you see, they manufacture around 100 tons of blue tack weekly. Really? So if you Where? collect enough of, well, at <laughs> at a factory. Where is the factory? <laughs> A place called called. Uh, let's say it together. Okay. Okay. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Lester. Computer. I don't think it worked. Where is it? Where is it? Why isn't it working? Anyways, blue tack. No one really knows what it is. Here's a fun fact about blue tack. Yeah. Um, did you guys know that blue tack was originally white, but then uh, there was some consumer research on the blue tack, and they were worried that children might mistake it for chewing gum. <laughs> and then what? <laughs> what happened? So what they do about it? And a blue coloring. <laughs> Was added. <laughs> oh. God. But there's also blue gum. What flavor of gum is blue gum? I don't know, it's probably minty. Would that be green? No, oh, but there's like. Because you gotta differentiate between like spearmint and peppermint. I guess that could be like a winter. Yeah, a winter. Winter, uh, winter mint. Yeah. Minter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know, maybe the fans are right. Maybe these themed episodes do so. Yeah, I've really been struggling to engage with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's something that might change your mind. Oh? Uh, did you know that many colored variations of blue tech 
<laughs> including red, white, yellow, and a green Halloween pack have been made. My mind is changed. That's that's incredible. That's mind blowing. Did you know that Blue Tack began solely as a Christian holiday, separate from <laughs> ancient festivals like Samhain? Like what? Like what? <laughs> Samhain? What's Samhain? <laughs> Do you know that Blue Tack is also a game played by filling a tub or large basin with water and putting Blue Tack in the water? <laughs> Players, usually children, then try to catch them with their teeth. <laughs> Scotland that in <laughs> Scotland that maybe called Ducky. Ducky. It's more commonly known as blue tack bobbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's turning into a cool history of being dead. <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm learning a lot. <coughs> but Henry learning was last week's too. You're right. Let's move on from the learning. <laughs> Folks, some of you may may have been saying to yourselves, Boy, I've never really used an adhesive in my life. I don't I can't really know what all this talk is about. Glue what? Blue huh? Cement what? <laughs> Cement what? <laughs> um so let's 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 rein it in a little bit. Let's let's make things a little more uh, <clears throat> relatable. That's right, folks. This is the, the <laughs> Ben Kelvin and Henry's Toy Statuettes and Collectibles relatable segment of the week. And boy, is this one a steamer! And I I mean it when I say a steamer, because folks, we're talking about trains, and trains emit steam, off sometimes if they're a steam engine train. Folks, you know when you're uh, trying to travel somewhere, but and it's a long distance away, and you don't want to drive, but you also don't want to fly in a plane. You know when you're you're thinking about your options and you say, the Greyhound, ugh, give me a break. And what other long distance options are there aside from boats, which aren't that practical on land? That's right, taking the train. That's a relatable segment of the week, it's taking the train. You guys know when you're taking the train? Can you guys relate to that? I've done that. Personally, I've never taken a train. Well, Calvin... Let me tell you what I can relate to. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what is this going to be? I'm, I'm apprehensive. Are you guys ever... Uh, Always the contrary. ...at the local saloon when you see uh, a cowboy coming in with his new wife, and you just get so mad that that cowboy has a wife, so you kidnap her and tie her up and toss her on a train track? Uh... Yeah, that's pretty relatable. Yeah, I guess that's kind of relatable, and it's it's still around trains. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a train related. It's relatable to trains. It is relatable to trains. Whoa! It is relatable to trains, which is relatable to the people. And that's what it's all about here on Ben Calvin and Henry's <laughs> Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour. You know, I'd say trains are the greatest metaphorical adhesive. <laughs> of our time. They stick our country together. <laughs> they stick the people together. Uh-huh, they they're the proletariat's transportation. And sometimes, they keep us apart. Wow. Much like adhesives. That is too true. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly they keep us together. <laughs> mostly they can keep us together. But sometimes, they keep us apart. <laughs> um... 
Can you relate to taking a train or the train? If so, let us know. Next time you see us walking around, just say, hey, I, I related to that. Ben Calvin and Henry's toast statue at the collectibles for you are. I too take the train. Have you guys been on trains before? A couple times. Yeah. I took a train here um, in January. Really? Oh. Yeah. Way from, from Portland. Yeah. That's crazy. Was it cool? It was a pretty nice train. I wish I could have seen the views because it goes through the gorge. Was um, it at night? Uh, yeah, it was like in the evening, um, and it's like middle of winter, so it got dark at like four. Yeah. Apparently, that train runs all the way to Chicago. Whoa. Really? So, yeah. That's crazy. Is it that like here? Yeah, it stops. Well, it stops in like the Tri Cities. Hmm. It's pretty nice. It's pretty cool. That is nice. That's the train, folks. I wish yep. we could relate. It brought me to my education. And that's and what it it's could, all about. It could bring you to yours too. <laughs> or it can keep you apart from it. <laughs> That's really for you to decide. Uh-huh. Trains are cheap. They're easy. They're friendly. The people are nice. Most of all, they're, they're fun. They're comfortable. Yeah. They're cute to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> Energy's at an all-time high here yeah. in the studio. Kevin, I was telling Ben I'm kind of sick, and the main mm -hmm. manifestation of my sickness is that I'm just super tired all the time. <laughs> it's a classic cool. manifestation. Yeah. Um, How long have you been sick for? Since like Monday afternoon. Mm. Ouch. It's the way it goes. <clears throat> Speaking of the way things go. <laughs> Um, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to, um, <laughs> sometimes it can be, it, it's hard to keep track of the way things go and the when things go, oh? Hi, Carl. How you preached Catherine Murray's office? Speaking of the way things go, sometimes it's hard to keep track of when things go, the way things go, or when things go. That is a great point, Ben. Thanks. Sometimes yeah. when I'm thinking about the way things go, I have trouble keeping track of the way things go. <laughs> and when they're, the when they're going. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to our next step. That's a very valid point. Um, I'd like to thank you and for bringing that to our attention. And sometimes um, <laughs> I wonder how I want to know our schedule is full for this episode, but hopefully next week we can squeeze that in. For things when they will go. That is such a good point. Right on. Which and brings us to well. our next step. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? Uh, we don't have time for it this week, but next week we can talk about it. <laughs> next week we can talk about what? What the person said when they called in. Um, it can be hard to keep track of when things are happening, <laughs> and also when they aren't happening. And there's two, you know, pe people have struggled with this since the dawn of time, and even before that. Because that's, how else would they know what time is? But, um... Historically, there have been two main ways of knowing when things are and are not happening. And those, first, 100,000 years ago, the Mayan civilization invented the Mayan calendar. Okay. And then... Yeah, that one sounds good to me. 
See, but just you wait. <laughs> I like because the sound of it. I'm ready to know when things go now. Calvin, I have some, some bad news for you. <laughs> because uh, a couple thousand years ago... Wait, when was, the, when was the first event? 100 million years ago. Okay. Um, this guy named Gregor, po Pope Greg, came along and he said, Hey, you know what? <clears throat> this Mayan calendar... It's a little too round. Why don't we make all of our calendars rectangles mm. and grids instead of wheels? That's really and that's that how the, the calendars must have been rolling all over the place before that. That was one of the main problems that they actually <laughs> solved. They transitioned from uh, stone calendars to paper calendars, Ooh. and the paper you can just nail up. But, uh, I'm strongly in favor of the Mayan calendar. Why is that? Well, first of all, um, older things are always better. That's um, true. Second that of true. all, the Mayan calendar, while it may be round and can roll away, you can always put some wedges on its sides to stop oh. it. And it's made of stone. So let me tell you one thing that it's not going to do. Blow away. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, that's compelling. <laughs> that... Gregorian calendar, paper, squares, sounds yeah. like a good thing to get lost in the wind. See, Ben, I take that point, and it's a good one at that, mm -hmm. but I can't help but think about all the, um, <clears throat> the customization options possible with the Gregorian calendar. Because mm -hmm. it's on paper. If you're trying to customize a Mayan calendar, you have to get, you know, you need to go to your community college and take a course in, like, stone masonry. Uh -huh. so yeah, but it's a lot of effort and probably costs some money, and you yeah. might hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. But with the Gregorian calendar, all you need is paint and a brush. You can customize it as much as you want. I will admit the Mayan calendar does require a little bit of craftsmanship to customize, um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But just thinking about the you know the time that you put into if you do like you know if you make a new friend, you put their birthday on mm -hmm. the calendar. The Gregorian is certainly more efficient. Yeah, yeah. To give you to prioritize events that are important to you. <laughs> I will concede that point. Let me raise another point that may be going through your heads about kind of one of the cons of the Mayan calendar. I yeah. aim to, to like extinguish uh -huh. that fear that you may have. Um, it's made of stone, mm -hmm. so it won't blow away. But want yeah. something else about stone? It's heavy. Yes. Um, so again, not doesn't sound very portable. Right. But it's also round. So whenever you need to move your calendar somewhere, just pop those wedges out and roll it along with you to your next destination. But what if your next destination is uphill? You roll along with you to your next destination. What if it's a really steep hill? You roll it on with you to your next destination. What if it's 90 degrees up in the air? How are you going to get your paper calendar? Yeah, <laughs> I can put it in my backpack and then just climb up. It's that easy. Roll it up, hold it in my teeth, tape it to my leg. Mm -hmm. Okay. And why would you need a calendar there? Answer me this. If I'm trying to keep track of how long it took me to climb the cliff, when I started, when I finished. How long of a cliff is this? Long enough I need a calendar for it. <laughs> it sounds like... Listen. We'll bring both of our calendars to a cliff like that the day that we need that, okay? We'll, we'll reach that cliff when we get there, okay? Yeah, sounds good. Good idea. 
for now, I'm sticking with my Mayan calendar, unless you can convince me otherwise. I can see no extremely valid and just, uh, like, extremely valid points that would completely destroy my argument for the Mayan calendar as of right now. If you get hungry when you're out in the wilderness, you can eat the Gregorian calendar. You can't eat the Mayan calendar because it's made of rocks. The paper you can eat, and it's good for you. There's a lot of fiber in paper. Yeah, it helps you poop. It does help you poop. But here's, here's another thought. Oh, what, can I can I counterpoint that? Let him, let him help my argument first. What, is it related? It's related. Okay. Okay, say you're in the wilderness, and you're really thirsty. Yeah. Um, with the... Uh, Mind calendar, yeah. since it's a rock, yeah. um, you can simply put it in your mouth and suck on it, which will uh, relieve your thirst for a while. Um, Good point. I like this point. Yeah. Yeah. But the Gregorian calendar, you put it in your mouth and suck on it, and you're not going to have a calendar for long. It's going to soak up your saliva and make okay, you more well, thirsty. See, now I take issue with that because say you're you're climbing on a on a cliff. And there's a puddle of water in the cliff, just out of reach. Your mouth can't quite get to it. Uh-huh. Take a take the Gregorian calendar, roll it up, make it into a straw. That would ruin the calendar. Calendar's done for. Yeah, the calendar. Well, let me, okay. let if, me you, if you have a low quality calendar, if you're buying something right now, okay, okay? please don't tell, tell Henry please something. Don't tell me anything. <laughs> I'm going to use my calendar as a stepping stool to get to that water. Oh, that is so smart. What, are you going to lodge it in the wall? I'm gonna stand on it. What if you're halfway up the cliff? (laughs) You're 50 feet in the air, you're free soloing with a, you know, two ton calendar (laughs) strapped to your back. I'm gonna dig a trench in the side of the wall. You can't do that. (laughs) You don't have any shovels. The Gregorian calendar, perfect shovel. I'm going to slam my calendar. On its side into the wall so that it creates a ledge. That is smart. Okay, that actually is a very good idea. Another point. Um, my calendar can't catch on fire. That is so true. In fact, I could even have a safe fire for the wilderness on top of my calendar. But how are you going to kindle that fire? How are you going to kindle that fire? <laughs> it's riddle me this. Well, Mayan calendar. The extra Gregorian calendars that we have laying around that don't need any. Yeah, it's a useful tool. For not. It's like the Swiss Army knife of calendars. <laughs> it's good for everything but telling the time. That's my take. <laughs> okay, Calvin, I put up with a lot this debate. Is it a good Cal- temporary strap? Yes. Uh, <laughs> can you start fires with it? Yes. Um. Use That's a mountain calendar, like a though. flint and steel or something. Mm-hmm. Just make some sparks off of it. And you've still got a calendar on the other end. Fellas, I didn't want to have to do this to you. Uh-huh. I didn't want it to bring out my my say? master card, so, so to speak. My American sure Visa so. card to destroy your argument for once and for all. Yeah. <clears throat> the Gregorian calendar. Uh-huh. You have it up in your wall. Yeah. It's just oriented that one way. Uh-huh. Mayan calendar, yeah. it runs around, and yeah, it every it's everything is facing outward. So you have to tilt your head, and before you say, you can just roll it somewhere else. Henry, so I was about to say, yeah. Okay, well, let me. Henry, you can just roll it somewhere else. Let me speak. What if you 
are in a tiny apartment. A little apartment <laughs> doesn't have room to roll 360 degrees. You're gonna roll it 360 degrees, there's no point to it. Well, that. across the course of the year. You're gonna need to roll it like one degree a day. Yeah, across the course of the year, though. Okay, here's a you have a carpet underneath it, and you just pull the carpet over what it. A, I have to do magic to read my calendar? I have to be a freaking magician <laughs> in, in Las Vegas? <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me, dude? <laughs> I don't get it. Is this it a yoke? Are you yoking on. me right now? I would never yoke Are you me. yanking my I chain? I would never yank your chain. Are you chain. getting my vote? I'm yanking the carpet. Well, <laughs> what happens when the carpet's pulled out? It's not going to get pulled out. The calendar will move with it, so I'm just readjusting it back to the center spot. That makes no sense. <laughs> it's just a really You don't long understand carpet. how carpets or round rocks It's an rocks infinitely work. long carpet. <laughs> the carpet goes out of my tiny apartment right now. <laughs> it just keeps going. You think that's legal? <laughs> I don't know. I get, you think <laughs> infinite carpets are legal? <laughs> I don't know. And this is a hypothetical maybe. Just... This is a hypothetical to you? Well, the, in this tiny apartment, <laughs> yes. We both know that we don't have tiny apartments. Okay. If it were my tiny apartment and I had a Mayan calendar, I would simply drill a hole in the middle and uh, put the put the, the put a post and put it on the post in the hole so that it could spin the calendar. It's like a fun game show. Yeah, it's like a wheel of fortune or uh, a train wheel. A wheel of day. <laughs> and you have to I lean over it awkwardly to see. Oh. You have to lean over it. No, you'd spin the, the wheel. What do you mean lean over it? There's no lean. Because the, the upward oriented date is going to be furthest away from you. Why be furthest away from you? Wait, are you so talking horizontally mount, mount, like, mounted? Okay. Or yeah, yeah, are you saying it mounted in the middle oh, of the on the wall? Uh-huh. You mounted on the wall, yeah. you're saying? Oh, okay. No, on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> He said, "Put it on a pole. <laughs> pole is it, it, vertical. It's sideways. Sideward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty. That's compelling. What if it's windy? It's it so nice. We're not talking a paper calendar here. You're talking you your can, calendar. You yeah. What if it is windy? You what can take out both yeah, sides. It's windy. You can take both sides. <laughs> what if it's really? Don't windy? bring that on me. Don't you dare. <coughs> Overall, <coughs> who can really say what kind of calendar is better? It sounds like they're both pretty equal to me. Wouldn't sure you guys agree? And there's no distinguishing between which is better. Well, one thing's for sure. They're um. both equal. <laughs> well, one other thing is for sure. We like them both equally. The Mayan calendar is more durable than the Gregorian calendar. Okay, I will grant you that. And they're equally good. One saying time is cyclic, one saying time is linear. That's okay to have those kinds of differences. You know, it's okay that my Mayan calendar ended in 2012. I can still kind of use it. Yeah. If you're trying to see what happened before 2012. Yeah. Which yeah, is generally what I'm up to. <laughs> that is the one bonus of the Gregorian calendar. Aside from all the other ones I listed. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of that one. Gregorian calendar has no apocalypses on it. Mine calendar is scary and has a couple. Okay. The Gregorian <laughs> calendar has Halloween every year. <laughs> You think the Mayan calendar doesn't have Halloween? No, dude. <laughs> the 
minds didn't know how to have fun. They had fun in uh, cool, wholesome ways, such as St. Patrick's Day <laughs> and the 4th of July. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. Mm. Fellas, we just looked up oh. uh, Mayan Halloween. Zero results on Google. Huh, one result. I just found it. I called Google and I said, hey. I said, alright. Anything about this one result you want to share? Not really. Okay. <laughs> so I'll let you know that I have results. Um, Uh, <laughs> take it away. <laughs> Folks, we, we all, we love to eat noodles here in Bankhaven. <laughs> and some of us like to eat them more than others. But most of all, we all like to eat them. And that's... Today, we're, we're taking you on a very special Ben Calvin Henry's Toy Statue at the Collectibles Review Hour. We're taking you down to the world record longest noodle. And that's right, you heard me right. It's the world record longest noodle. And this time, it's personal. Because we are going to be up close and personal with the world record longest noodle. And we're <coughs> sending a man on the street to see what is up with the world record longest noodle. And we're going to go live now to him in, ne in uh, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. We're going to see what's going on with the world's longest noodle in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Because we're going to get up close and personal right next to be some great shots of the world record longest noodle and also of the people near the world record longest noodle. You're going live to you now, Keith. Hey, it's me. It's the man on the street. It's Keith. Uh, I'm here in Sao Paulo, Brazil, here to see the world record longest noodle in the world. Um, but I, I just, I'm outside the event and they just won't, I can't walk in. Um, they keep asking for a passport. Legal, <laughs> legal passport, real passport, and I just say, I left it in my hotel, I left it in my hotel, I left it in my hotel, and they don't understand me, so they've Excuse me, sir, you can't film, you have to keep, stay a bit they've, away. They have a press pass, they, or can I they won't, pass? they won't accept any of my identifications, my ID, my ID, and I can't walk into this building, but I really want to see the world's longest noodle, so... Here I am, a block away from the world's longest noodle, unable to see the world's longest noodle, but look at this person walking down my way. Um, hello, hey, sir, uh, person, have you seen the world's longest noodle? I can't say that I have, but let me tell you one thing. It's really close to where we are right now, and I'd like to go in very much, but, uh, I, have, I haven't had the chance yet. Um, I went right up to the, to the building, and they said, uh, can we see a passport? And I said, I left it in my hotel, and... Then they said, let me see an ID, and I said, I forgot my ID, and also my ID, I forgot that too, um, and, but I know it's in there, and I really want to see the world's longest noodle, um, wow, that's fantastic to hear from you, kind sir, on the street. Now it's here with me, with the security guard, well, on the inside <laughs> sir, of the building. please don't film over here. Sir, Mr. Security Guard, have you seen the inside, have you seen the world's longest noodle in the world? Yes, I have. Can we, will you just step over here Can with you me? Can you tell me a little bit about what was your experience yeah, with the world's longest noodle? What made it so long, really? What made it so long? What kind of noodle is it? Hey, I'm just gonna uh, slip hey, through. Hey, 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 it's the world's longest noodle. 
And that's the world's longest noodle, folks. Um, we'll never really know how long that noodle is, or what kind of noodle I'm it is. We're gonna ask you to leave the, the, <laughs> It's just so secretive. We'll never be able to get inside. Go back to where just we came from. You think private you can't event. Be in we can never or? get inside. We'll never be able to see it. It's impossible for any of the public. Don't even bother looking at it. It's not even real. They've, it's fake. It's a fake event. They're lying. <laughs> back to you. Wow, thanks so much, Keith, for your, your <laughs> insightful look at the world record longest noodle in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I feel like I really got up close and personal with the world longest world record longest noodle in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Thanks, Keith, and goodbye. Wow, that was an incredible segment. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe how close they got to the world record longest noodle. Well, that one guy saw it, I think. <laughs> it sounded like it. <laughs> he died looking at the world. It was the last noodle. thing he saw. Honestly, not a bad way to die. I'd take that. I can't think of a better way. Maybe if you were eating the world record longest noodle. <laughs> if you had just eaten the world record yeah. longest noodle. Like, right when you finished. The last, the end tip is slipping past your greasy lips. <laughs> and that's where I want to die. Just <laughs> AK-47 to <laughs> school. How long do you guys think that noodle was? I heard it was a couple miles. Yeah. It's gonna be longer than the world's longest snake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Hopefully they'll have an exhibit on that soon. See, seeing the world record longest noodle is a personal dream of mine. <laughs> uh, yeah? But it might not be for everyone. Um, <laughs> but you know what is for everyone? The, the categorically chosen top five coolest dreams to have. Mm -hmm. These are have been chosen by science and math, and they're the, the top five coolest dreams to have. I'm going to tell you about them right now. Uh... Number five, having the dream where you, you get first place in Mario Kart. That's a good dream. <laughs> yeah. I love right. that dream. Number four, the recurring dream where a zombie apocalypse starts, and at one point you're in a shopping mall getting chased around by a zombie Santa, and then eventually throughout the like course of like three or four dreams you escape zombie Santa and all the zombies and you find a couple gold rings and you bury them in somebody's backyard and the zombie apocalypse ends. Because of the rings? Because the rings are back in the dirt. In the backyard. <laughs> sort of a cursed artifact kind yeah, of dream. Yeah, cursed artifact kind of dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, number three we have the dream <laughs> where you are sitting in math class and your professor gives you the world's hardest math problem Everyone's crying because they can't solve it. It's too hard. And you're just sitting there sweating and trying to do the world's hardest math problem. And you look at it, and suddenly it just says one plus one. And no one mm. else has noticed that it says that except for you. So you fill in the answer, which is two, by the no. way. Uh -huh. um, and you turn it in, and the teacher says, you're really smart. And then you wake up. Yeah. Wow. That is a really good dream. It's mm -hmm. amazing. My favorite part is when you write in two as an answer. <clears throat> it's got to be very cathartic. Mm -hmm. 
Is it one of those twos with a little loop at the bottom, or is it one of those like corner twos? Um, <coughs> sometimes it's loop at the bottom, and sometimes I'm on a computer and I can't get it. Mm. Very cool. Uh, second coolest dream to have. Uh, <laughs> it's undeniably uh, where you're you're a farmer and you own your own farm. And you're just, it's the middle of nowhere, and yet you live a peaceful existence with your wife and your kid, or kids, mm -hmm. or husband, mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. How many dreams are we talking about? Well, this is just kind of the setup. So you're a farmer, and one day you, you wake up in your dream, and you're like, whoa, what is, why is it, it's morning, but it's still dark outside. You go outside, and there's, um, a giant beanstalk growing in your in your farm and you say hmm I would like to eat all these beans and sell them on the market but also how high up does this thing go and you start climbing it and you keep climbing it and you get to the top and there's a big castle okay. and you go in the castle and it's a giant it's huge it's like what kind of person lives here a giant uh, <laughs> question. and then I haven't gotten past that but I've had it a couple times it's pretty cool Oh wow! Yeah. Something about like you buy, you, you know, go to a market and you buy a bunch of seeds and stuff, and there's like a cow that gives you the beans, like the, the bean stuff. Yeah. The first part's a little confusing, but yeah, it's a little bit. It's part of the worrying. excitement. Oh okay. Yeah, that's a really cool dream. Yeah. I would say number two, top dream. Oh my god! Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and folks. That brings us to the number one, number one. objective, number best one. categorical dream to have um, in the world. Mm -hmm. And folks, that dream is uh, you wake up, it's a regular day. Nothing especially dreamlike is going on. You're just kind of rolling through your life. And at some point, you're listening to some of your music, and you're like, you know, I'm not really feeling any of this music that I have, um, you know, to listen to. Maybe I'll take a chance and I'll listen to the radio. Oh. And who's on the radio? But Ben, Calvin, Calvin and Henry's toys, toys, statuettes, and collectibles, collectibles review hour. hour. 24/7. 24 24/7. <laughs> only Ben on the radio. Paul Malloy is holding a gun to our head. <laughs> it's constant. Comedy, constant, constant laughs. Constant yeah, laughs. It's really funny. They never stop. They never grow old. They, they never pause. Tire. They never pause. They never use the bathroom. They never eat. There's they never struggle to think of a joke. Week. Every minute. Every minute. There's a new thing. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh huh. And, and it then, goes on forever until the universe blows up. Yeah, until the universe blows up, or until you wake up from your dream. Yeah. And that only—that's only dream for now. Soon enough. <laughs> if you were to play all of our episodes like back to back, how much time do you think it would be? Well, we have like 50 episodes. They're probably an average of like 45 minutes each. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So whatever that is. Well, like three. That's like three fourths of an hour, right? Yeah. So 50 times like point. 50 times 3 fourths is like 37.5 hours. 
probably yeah. around there. A day and a half, roughly. Ooh. <laughs> you guys want to pull an all-nighter sometime? 24... 1.5. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> pull an all-nighter? Listen to our... Uh, oh, yeah. Lock ourselves in our room and not eat or sleep while we listen to every episode of mm -hmm. Hang upside down. <laughs> All of the blood goes to our head, making us extra smart. <laughs> <laughs> can hear and think about the episode much harder. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Here we are. Yep. Such a fantastic episode, and there's only ten minutes left. It's the classic ten minute left. <laughs> Time to pause and reflect. <laughs> if only we could have been here longer. Yes. All enjoyed our time a little bit more. We're here listening to Ben Calvin and Henry's Choice Set Drugs and Collectibles Review Hour on KWCW 90.5 FM Walla Walla. Yeah, we sure were like that dream where we were always on the radio. Oh, I love that dream. But alas, it's yeah. not. Uh huh. Um, Unfortunately, in a mere ten minutes, we have to leave. <laughs> it's sad for us, and I know it's sad for you, the listeners. Our loyal listeners. Should we treat them to one last great bit before we go? <laughs> I think we should. The killer nine-minute bit much. that we have. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's go into that. <laughs> hmm. Uh... Calvin, will you read Ben and my tarot cards? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah? Uh-huh. Do you have your, your deck with you? Uh, I have multiple decks. Um, oh. Like, the, uh, <clears throat> like the, the good deck and the bad deck. Uh, I'll take the good deck and Ben can have the bad deck. <laughs> that seems fair to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... I'm gonna tarot you now. Please do. <coughs> okay, uh, here's five cards uh, mm -hmm. that you can flip over. Does the order matter? Uh, it's up to you. <laughs> oh, Henry, incredible. Very good cards you have. What do they mean? Uh, well, first you have the world, uh, which means that you're gonna go on a nice trip soon. Oh. We're gonna travel a lot and have a lot of fun. Uh, next up, we have um, the the Duchess of Cups. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, which is ominous, but no, it's good. Oh, uh -oh. Uh, she's she's a real person and she's gonna give you free cups. Oof. Um, <laughs> no, you're going. <laughs> <laughs> you keep going with that. It's okay. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. He's just shuffling his deck. Okay, well don't shuffle it too much. <laughs> okay, anyways, your, your next card uh -huh. is... Uh, um, your next card is... It's <laughs> just the hanged man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that one sounds not good. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what that one is. Wait, no, tell me like what, it. what does it mean. Huh? What does it mean? You can Google it. It's well, I flipped it over. You? Do you not know what it means? <laughs> well, I think. Ben's <laughs> 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 stuff shuffling your cards so much you get interfere with the 
Deteriorate. Sorry, it just felt like I needed to shuffle my cards a little bit. You got, you all keep going with your thing. Okay, so the, okay, the well, hanged man. Hanged man okay, uh, no, it's oh. the Duke of Cups. Oh, <laughs> see, I feel like I've heard about this one before. Yeah, he's much uh, like the Duchess of Cups, but um, instead of giving you cups, he's gonna ask for some cups in return for a large sum of money. Okay. Uh, That's good, I guess. Which brings me to your last card. Uh, a large sum of money. <laughs> which is what, what you get from the, the Duke of Cups. Huh. Huh. Well, overall, sounds like a pretty good get hand. I'd say four good one bad. And the hang, hangman is the bad one. Well, who can say really which one's bad? But well, I it sounds like all the other ones are pretty good. <laughs> and then the hanged one. You didn't even tell me what it means, but huh? you didn't tell me what the hanged man means. But well, it you sounds can look like it up. It's, well, it's the I'll look it up. Huh? It says it means that you have a birthday coming up. And I do, it's tomorrow. <gasps> How, that's incredible. How did they predict that? Ben, are you tearing <laughs> cards over there? Are you ripping no, I'm cards just, I'm just, I'm just shuffling my ben, cards over here. shoveling the cards in your mouth. I'm just shuffling. Ben, you can't I'm eat the cards. I'm shuffling my cards right now. Stop. Ben, no, no, you're slurping them up. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm just saving the future. I'm starting to deal the cards out. Ben, that's the point that I do. I deal the cards out. Oh, well then you can go ahead and start dealing the cards out. Well, if you're so good at it, why don't you uh, read your own fortune? Well, no, no, I don't know how to read fortunes, I just really like to play with cards. Well, you blemish the deck. <laughs> it's been well, don't worry, I, I can reshuffle it, it's okay. <laughs> and I gotta say, uh, if we... Your tarot, it's probably not going to be good after what you did to those cards. Shuffling, hold on, I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear myself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ben, it sounds like you're like throwing pieces of wood at each other. I'm really really slowly shuffling. I, I just am confused. Alright, the deck's ready. Okay. There's five cards. Um, they're they're all the hanged man. <laughs> you have what five birthdays coming up. <laughs> yeah, you have five birthdays coming. It means up. you're gonna die in five days. That's what it means. What? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Does one for each hanged man card I draw? Do I get an extra day of life? Is what you're saying? <laughs> Calvin, answer honestly. <laughs> uh. I can't, I can't say. Calvin? Calvin? It really seems like... I've been sworn in as a tarot reader, and I took an oath never to reveal the secrets of the cards. Every hanging card every I draw card <laughs> is an extra day of life that I have before I die. Well, here's what the cards mean altogether. <laughs> Henry's cards mean that uh, it's his birthday tomorrow, and he's going to travel a lot and get cups from the Duchess of Cups, and the Duke of Cups is going to... Uh, trade those cups for a lot of money, and your Which cards cool. all together uh, mean you have five days to live. What if I kept drawing hanged man cards? 
Well, you only get five cards. Well, what if I were to keep drawing more cards? I didn't do anything. The reading's over. <laughs> what if we did another reading and there were more five hanged man okay, cards? Okay, we could do another reading. Yeah. Okay, I'm shuffling the cards. Uh, here's five cards. Doesn't sound oh, like you're shuffling the cards. They're all the hanged men. It doesn't sound like you shuffled the cards. You just put the hanged man cards <laughs> on top of the deck. The <laughs> cheaters. <laughs> Okay, I'm shuffling the cards again. Okay, a quick I'm shuffle. you five cards. Ah, they're all the hanged men. Ben, you have five days to live. Shoot. Elvin, are all the cards in the bad deck? It's <laughs> the hanged men. Is that the bad? Did you deal me the bad deck? Ben. Well, Henry had the good deck. Yeah. We only have two decks. That's how things work out sometimes, you know? That's not fair. Ben, that is what we in the business call the luck of the draw. <laughs> wow. Okay, those readings will both be one hundred dollars. Can uh, I pay you after my cup transaction? Yeah, that's fair. But I'm not gonna. You better pay me in the next five days. I'm not <laughs> gonna pay you. I'm not paying. And if you don't pay me, I'm gonna take four of the hanged men out of your deck. That means I'll have a birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Huh? It means I have a birthday Okay, tomorrow. I'll take three of the hanged men. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. We haven't decided what two hanged men means. It means you have means. a birthday and also die? Yeah, it means that you'll die on your birthday, which is tomorrow. Well, no, my birthday we have the same is in birthday? like ten months. Hmm? No, we don't have the same birthday. No, you do, Ben. But the cards... <laughs> it's in the cards. It's <laughs> what the tarot cards... Ben, your birthday is tomorrow. Oh my gosh. It's my first birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, I agree. Happy birthday. And with that, folks, we're going to call it a, <clears throat> a, a fine on oh, another... Okay. A fine. It's French for we're done with the episode. <laughs> um, <clears throat> on another instantly classic, Ben, Calvin, and Henry's Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour on KWCW 90.5 FM Walla Walla. Thank you so much for listening. Uh... <clears throat> uh <laughs> And have a great night. Au Arvar. Argrar. Walla Walla 90.5 FM. <laughs>